0: Hello, my name is Laura Camacho. I'm with Mixonian Institute, and this is the Speak Up podcast where we actually speak up about the things that nobody tells you about real communication. This is episode 47. Is feedback really the breakfast of champions? It's a topic that really fascinates me. And you may know that I happen to be a super duper fan of the British baking show. Ruben and I just finished watching... Or completing the second season of the Great British Baking Show. It's such a wonderful way to enjoy carbs, fancy Brit accents, and the elevation of amateur baking. But the best part is the laser specific and concise feedback these uh, contestants get from Paul and Mary who are both champion bakers. In this episode I'm going to share four aspects of champion feedback. One is the champion attitude. Two is discerning helpful feedback received because you get a lot of feedback and not all of it is helpful. Three, a few questions to ask to get feedback that helps you. And four, giving valuable feedback to others. The thing is the champion attitude emphasizes constant improvement. Keeping your focus on constantly improving your performance encourages you to seek good feedback and make full use of it when someone supplies that. Most people fear giving and receiving feedback for fear of hurting others' feelings, making them angry, or suffering their disapproval. To get honest feedback, champions ask for it and thank the responding person. Because we all have this inherent negativity bias, People pay a lot more attention to negative comments and possible threats than they do to any positive feedback. Unsolicited negative comments are physically distressing to hear. So don't take the usual route after receiving negative feedback, quitting, getting angry, or denying helpful information. See it as information to get you back on track to where you want to go. Or think of it as a way that winning coaches approach the players they are helping. However, this is important. If you do get feedback from a non-expert, vague advice or some other form of sour grapes, just take it as an indicator that you're playing in a bigger league. The higher up one goes, the more visibility and the more people think they need to advise you. It's the price of doing business. So what about discerning helpful feedback that is received? Isn't it the best thing ever when people thank you, tell you how much you've helped them, give you a raise, bring you business, or warm fuzzies? Receiving positive feedback feels absolutely wonderful and and it's a valuable tool to let us know we're on the right track. However, negative feedback can be even more useful to a champion when and if it's delivered properly. Champion feedback is domain-specific. The way a music masterclass works is that a musician or group of them performs for the master teacher in front of a group of peers and possibly other guests. Then the teacher critiques each person's performance, and sometimes peers also critique the playing. While many of the comments are encouraging in masterclasses I've attended at my husband's Charleston International Music School, I've also heard things like, you need to play each note the way it is written or you keep getting behind or we talked about correcting this yesterday and I'm still hearing x and x can be the wrong note the wrong tempo the wrong color the wrong phrasing too much or too little pressure or one of 99 other details that's what happened when you are so interested in mastering something that you do that you actually pay a coach to help you which is not the situation in giving and receiving feedback at work. To discern the value of so-called constructive criticism, ask yourself questions like these. One, is the source a champion on the topic? Your best friend may be a leading expert in HR benefits, but not sales conversations or vacation spots in Ibiza. The reason the British Baking Show feedback is so powerful is that it is from nationally recognized masters advising top amateurs. Be especially skeptical about business or career advice from people who are unhappy at work and any kind of hater. 2. Is the feedback actionable? What can you actually do or experiment with as a result of your feedback? And I get feedback on all the trainings I do, and some of it is very specific. And sometimes they tell me to do things that just either it's too vague, like, oh, she talked about herself too much. Well, I can be mindful of that, but other people might say she didn't share enough about herself. So sometimes you get conflicting uh, advice. So, the best thing is to ask for feedback. Asking questions to improve performance is a basic champion tool. The concept of saving face is actually phenomenally helpful here, and asking questions about how to solve a performance problem gets instant engagement. In other words, there are painless ways to ask for quality feedback. Ask questions like these. What do you think is the best way to do something? Fill in the blank. What do you see or what do you hear in this? How do you see me limiting myself? And of course, my personal favorite, how can I better communicate with you? Embrace quality feedback, ignore most of it, which is not good quality, and be proactive in seeking help from other people who've done what you want to achieve. When you give feedback, Be nurturing. 1. Set up your conversation for success. Effective champion feedback happens when the recipient wants to get better at something and is willing to listen to you. You prepare a person to receive constructive comments by first affirming how important and valued she is to you, the company, the organization, and the world. Be precise and specific. Not this. Jennifer, you're doing a great job, but I need you to get more detailed in those S.O.W.'s. Both of those phrases are too general. Remember, specificity is sexy, or specific is terrific, especially when giving feedback of any flavored. More detailed how, great job means what. Avoid also saying, you're doing this well, but... And because once people hear the but, they're just shut down. And that's why we do yes and improv exercises in Mixonian training workshops. Try a statement like this, Jennifer, you're meeting the deadline for the SOW and your attention to grammar are great. And it's better if you specify the deliverables in greater detail, for example, and then you go on. So that's a very specific statement of feedback. And finally, ask questions. When you're coaching people, you can ask them what do they think needs to be done to move forward. Usually, if you ask enough questions, point out the value they add to the system, the person normally will just see what he needs to do and and do it, you really don't have to even say that much. People often even know what they need to do and they hate hearing it from other people, but they don't mind telling you. So you're there more in the role of an encourager. You can just add a conclusion to what they tell you when you ask the question and you're becoming a champion. So, I hope this piece on feedback has been helpful. I find feedback so important, and yet there's just so much out there that's confusing. You can read more Mixonian goodness at our website, www.m as in Mary, I X O N I A N, Mixonian.com. Mixonian rhymes with Smithsonian. And we are happy to provide any kind of communication skills training at your company or do private coaching. Have a great day.